where we guide you through all your favorite and not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. Lori is here and I'm Indoni. I'm Brandon. Surf's up, dudes. It's Teen Beach 2, which Brandon totally understood without context from the first one. Months after Surfer Sweetheart or Sweet... Okay. Months after Surfer Sweethearts, Mackenzie and Brady return from a summer adventure that transported them into Brady's favorite 1960s beach party movie, Wet Side Story. They receive a surprise visit from their newfound surfer and biker buddies. Has anyone seen the first one? Me and Antonio <laughs> both yeah. have. I have not. I was kind of confused to start with, and I knew I should have probably watched the first one. But I read a synopsis. I was good to go. I knew what happened in the first one by the time I started this one. And I was so happy to be watching it. I would say if uh, any of our listeners haven't, if this is your first episode or some shit, you should probably just listen to our podcast episode instead of just reading a synopsis. I feel like it'll be more entertaining. Yeah. Probably. I didn't have a whole lot of time. Oh, I'm not blaming you for being on Don't yell at me. But... <laughs> Watch the movie, Brandon. No, I didn't say that. Listen <laughs> to the podcast. Listen to our podcast. Listen to us talk. <laughs> yeah, I probably could have done that. Yeah, but honestly, like, that doesn't sound, that sounds like a pretty great day spending it watching Teen Beach Movie and Teen Beach Movie 2. They're both good. Yeah, this is a refreshing sort of movie. This was like woman power, hear me roar. Any general thoughts or fun facts? Same cast as the other one, so. Harvey Kinkle from frickin' Sabrina's Adventures. Yeah. Dang. And he's such a good dancer, still such a good dancer. Does he dance a lot? Well, he was a super good dancer in this movie and the other one. Oh, I see what you mean. You know what else I found out is that he's like, he, his career is not in acting, it's in music. And also he's in a band with his siblings called like R5 or something. So oh, all the of Jonas their names. Brothers? It's just like the Jonas Brothers. His name is like Ross and he's got a brother named like Riker and- Riker? Some others, something like that. Yeah, like the X-Men guy. No, well, that's not, no, like Riker, William Riker from Star Trek. Who am I thinking of? I thought there was someone named there Riker. There might be and... an X-Men. I think we may just be showing our different reference points. Brandon, any famous Rikers in your brain? No, but I did read somewhere that his third brother's name is just Ross too. Oh. Oh, maybe his name's not Ross then. Maybe it's like Ryan? No, like not the number two, like the second Ross. Oh. You're lying. <laughs> is that a joke? That would have been a really good two truths. All of his brothers are named Ross. It's oh, like is it because Foreman. his brother's name is actually Ross three? Mm-hmm. Because loves oh, just fuck you. <laughs> Literally, if anybody else wants to do the two truths and a goof and stop shitting on my truths, then it's my truth to live. You know what? You live your truth and we will continue to support you because... Continue to support me implies there's been support up to this point of my truth. We play the game. That's being supportive. We play your game. As far as I'm concerned, right now, between us three, there are two truths and one goof. And that's Lori. Because she's goofy. 
God, you guys are not digging my jokes. Just insulting me and calling me an asshole isn't a goof, Brandon. That's just mean. Okay, well, I didn't say that. Let's dive into the cool waters of California, probably, right? Cali, right? It's got to be. No, Hawaii, probably. I think it's California. It's not Hawaii, because at one point he said he's like, I would swim to Japan for you, or Hawaii, whichever one's that way. It was filmed in Puerto Rico. Um, well, let's dive in. Yeah, oh. steal my joke from before, Brandon. It's totally... I know. <laughs> we start off, and Mac is blindfolded, and Brady is leading her along the beach because they're just always on the beach. And she's like, is this going to turn into blindfolded su- surfing? I was going to say snowboarding. She's like, is this going to turn into blindfolded surfing? Because that other time we did it, it was not a great idea. And he like is leading the- her to a surprise for their three-month anniversary. Pause. In the last one at the beginning, it seemed like they'd been together for like a really significant amount of time, right? That for was really years, weird. years, I thought. Yeah. I thought literally like for years. I remember we had talked about it that they had never explicitly said. So we were all like talking and, and we did decide we came to the, I edited it super recently. So I like kind of remember is that we did decide that maybe it had only been like six months or something because in high school if anybody's together for more than a month you're like oh my god they're true love so they didn't like meet in the first movie they were a thing going into the first yeah like the first movie opens with them being like this has been the best day okay i guess they do only say it's been like the best day ever so maybe that was like the day they met but they never explicitly said that i thought maybe it was like a date day yeah well that's what we were unsure in that one as well but like maybe that was just like their first date i mean we'll allow it but it seems like mm, some weird retconning to do well either way they're so cute together and i love them their chemistry is really good i like them together a lot but also he was like mad at her for not telling him in the first movie about boarding school that's like the whole plot that made it seem even more like they'd been together for months they probably didn't even need anything about how long they'd been together in this one yeah. Like they didn't need to do this anniversary thing. No, it could have just been like, a, here's a fun surprise. He set up a projector so they can watch Wet Side Story probably for like the 50th time that summer. Wait, is it Wet Side Story? Yeah, because yeah. it's like West Side Story. <gasps> that is so good. I thought the whole time they were like using West Side Story and I'm like, how are they allowed to use that name? <laughs> okay, cool. Wet Side Story. That's amazing. Okay, it's it turns super out clever. it's also the last day of summer and they got the summer boogie woogie blues. Oh. School in the way. There was a movie, uh, if like you were to have like your movie that you would watch with your significant other, like what would your guys' movie be? Birdcage. Oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> really? We watch it like anytime it's on, like we're flipping through channels or like, if we see it on Netflix, it's like, yeah, we'll put it on, right? Yeah. Ours is definitely The Evil Dead. Oh, that's also oh, good. That's a really good one. Yeah. I think mine and Levi's would probably be L.A. Story, which is a very underrated Steve Martin movie. Ooh. We're all precious, though. Those are all such good choices. Yeah. I mean, Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That was like the first movie we watched together. Oh, was it? That's so good. And that's so fitting. You guys like horror and like spooky stuff. Yeah. Okay, that was cute. That was nice. Okay. Also, we were all like very snappy about it. I feel like that's something that you just kind of know where you're like, if you could like picture yourself like last, like somehow like you're about to go away for a while or like you're about to get really busy. Like what movie would be cozy to watch? Yeah. I wonder what our significant others would say. Ooh, we should ask. Yeah. Everybody ask right now and I can edit to like, because that'd be cute to like. Do I have to bring him into the room? No, I don't need his vocals. You can just text. James isn't wearing clothes, probably. <laughs> I don't blame him. Kevin said clue or birdcage. Oh, yay. <laughs> oh, wow. Brandon, did James answer? He said lady in the tramp. 
<laughs> Levi cute. said home alone. I was like, Honestly, solid answer. I mean, they are. He was like, and I told him, I was like, I said Evil Dead. He's like, well, I guess if it's the first movie we ever watched together, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you love Home Alone. And I'm like, well, I said LA Story. And he's like, oh, that is a really good one. And that's why I said it. I had to like prompt Kevin. He didn't understand the question. It I is was a like, really convoluted like, question without yeah, like. Yeah, I was like, like, Brandon literally said Evil Dead. It could be any movie. He's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> No, Kevin did not want to do that. <laughs> I was fine with it. Yeah, I'm going to harass Kevin with kisses later because we had the same answer. That's cute. Yeah, he's going to hate it. <laughs> okay, what happens in this movie aside from them watching a movie together? Mac loses her necklace. Oh no, what was the necklace? It was so pretty. Andoni, what's the context of the necklace? <laughs> Layla had given it to her at the end of the last movie. And it's yeah. like how they're going to be friends forever. It also happens to be the same symbol as on the surfboard of destiny. So. Which they didn't mention at all in this one. No. they. Ugh. Um, also, they were night surfing. That seems like a horrible idea. They're professionals. They, there's like a whole bunch of surf sling. And then they're like in school for the first time. And this is where you find out. And I mean, we kind of saw it in the first one because Mac was supposed to go to like the really good private school to like plan for her future. Mac is like super invested in school and stuff. And she's like, if I'm staying at this like crappy school, I need to like really pad my resume for college and starts an oceanography club. An oceanography. Oceanography. I really like this little setup where they meet in the summertime and they're summertime loving, summertime loving. That's a song. Summer loving. That's ones too. And then they go back to school and they're like, "Who do I even know you? Do I even know who you are really if I've never been with you in school? And I'm like thinking like, I never went to school with Lori or Andoni, so we might not actually be friends. I feel like working together... We worked well, together while I was still in high school. So it's kind of like going to school. That's true. Okay. So while Mac is like pretending to apply for colleges and not knowing what he's doing. Mac is the girl. Whoa. That's confusing. So Brady's applying to school and Mac is like, hey, don't forget to come to my college meeting. Like I need to look at this oceanography club. I need to like see what I'm doing with my future. I would love your support. And he like doesn't have anything to wear and he's working on surfing boards. So he is late and she is mad. And also he's like getting the wrong impression because she's talking to some smart boy who's got like, you know, he's got all his shit together because he's prisoner of all these clubs and whatnot. And he's just trying to help her out with apply to good colleges. Brady takes it the wrong way and he thinks that they're like flirting or she's cheating on him or something. I mean, like, I think it's fair that he's insecure because they got into school and I feel like he's feeling very inadequate and very stupid. And he like showed up with a pencil to the first day of school. But like he didn't know that like that's how she, like he didn't know how extremely opposite they were. I'm very much Mac. Like I showed up to the first day of school very prepared. Notebook for each fucking class. I still kind of miss shopping for school supplies. Me too, honestly. And now that the weather is changing and I'm outside every day for work, like with the overcast days and it's kind of windy, I'm like, ooh, like middle school vibes. So they're, wait, I... She's he's frustrated by the college application after being late to the college fair and whatnot. And so he's like hanging out in this sweet ass bungalow that he has, which is like a combo hangout, bedroom, surf workshop, art studio, recording studio. And I'm jealous because I want that kind of space for myself. I wasn't sure if that was supposed to be his home or just like a thing, like a secret hideout where he just leaves his computer out in the open for anybody to deal it's out on the porch first of all and there are no doors so i don't even know it's not like it don't rain it literally rained two minutes before that i was i don't know brandon would you be a surfer or a biker 
totally a surfer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would be a biker. I'm very scared of open water and drowning. And Donny would be a biker because I saw him with a goatee or a handlebar mustache. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I would be? I would be like when they cut back to the movie, when the surfers and the bikers are doing like half and half. So they're wearing like Tommy Bahama shirts with like the rockabilly leather jacket. That happens at the end though. So like, Does it? let's get there. What happens now? So he feels bad and he expresses himself artistically by recording a song. Healthy. And it is healthy. Also, he's like so fucking multi-talented. Like he does all the art and he does the, the surfboard designing and he like can be his own full band. Well, that's like a plot point later. Yeah, that he's not actually an idiot. He's just... Doesn't know he's not like a, a school type. Some people are school types. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I think I like this song. Mostly like the beginning of it, the acoustic part. The music was giving me very 2015 vibes. Good thing, because that's when it, this movie came out. But also like very like Disney Channel 2015, which means like if this were mainstream, it would have been like 2006 radio. Yeah, I still, you know what? But Because that was like when I was in high school, I still take that music. Yeah, no, it was great. Oh yeah, and Wet Side Story is always in the background all the time. Like he just has that DVD on loop. I feel like that people should be worried about him. With how much he likes he just always has that movie on? How much he like watches that where it's like, are you are you okay? I feel like that was like six months of my life after I very first saw Singing in the Rain. All I would Aww. watch is Singing in the Rain. That's valid. Anytime my sister and I got a new movie on VHS, usually Disney movies, we would watch them every day for like a month. Okay, so I take it back. This is normal behavior. But we were kids, so I feel like that's more normal. He's fucking like 17 or 18. I remember when we first got Aladdin. Brandon was like two hours ago years old when he did this with Singing in the Rain. (laughs) Yeah. Leela keeps doing things to change the movie's plot like back in her own world. And it's kind of because like she can kind of like in the back of her mind. I don't think they actively remember Mac and Brady, but I think Mac's empowerment was kind of seeping into her brain. And so she's kind of like, I don't really want to do this anymore because they just keep reliving the movie's plot over and over again. Do you think they're aware that it's over and over again? Or does their like their self reset at the beginning of the movie? I don't think it's so much as like they reset at the beginning. I think it's just kind of like them hanging out continuously. So it's like stuff is happening, but they're not really realizing they've done it before. But it's also like, oh yeah, we always like dance at this place. And then we always become enemies again. Yeah, like they, oh, we fight and we make up. Yeah, I think they did. There's such a weird, cool balance with how they sort of explain what's happening in the movie versus real life that it's it's not like a linear thing where it's like the movie begins and then their life stops and then resets and goes again. It's just like, that's the world they live in, but it just is like, so happens to just, I don't know. It's kind of making me think of like, you know, there's like, I think everybody has them like stories from your family growing up that seem completely normal to you. Like, oh yeah, that's what happens on Fridays or whatever. But then when you're telling them to other people, they're like, that's actually really weird. Or even like within your relationship, you'll like have a silly story that happened. Other people are like, that's weird. Like, I feel like that's kind of like with them where it's kind of just their reality. So they're like, oh yeah, every day we go here and I catch her and that's just what we do. Yeah, that's Mm. good. That's good. I'm happy with that sort of. But yeah, Mac Mm. is or excuse me, Leela's like, yeah, I want to do new things. I want, I'm like sick of this. And then she finds the necklace that she gave Mac because Mac just lost it, you remember? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I'm going to walk into the ocean with this. And then she just dies. It's very The Awakening. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she teleports, but like Tanner followed her. And so she's also there. So they're now in 2015, weird beach world. And Mac and Brady 
see them and then they all start singing and it's funny because all the people in reality are kind of like that's the thing that people who pretend to hate musicals are always like people don't sing in real life like in this one they're singing in real life and people are like oh what are you doing oh why are you just this is so weird yeah so let's set the stage this is the absolute opposite of what happens in the first one basically yes right okay i love 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 this scene where they start dancing and singing because they're walking by everyone and everyone's tripping out like who are these wackos and they're just so damn happy they're like this is exactly where we want to be there's people in like rubber like wetsuits and they're like those people are made of rubber yeah like everything that tanner does is just so funny he plays the dumb vapid character so good i said it in the first one i'll say it again he's just so good at it he stays in character the whole time he like takes the phone. He's like, hi, little me. The conversation always comes up of like, if people from the past were to teleport to present day, like what would freak them out the most? Everybody always says like cell phones and computers, but I've always had it in my mind. And like, I'm not just saying it's that like automatic toilets and sinks would freak them the fuck out because like we take it for granted now. But what if you were like back and like toilets were barely a thing? I guess in the 60s, toilets have been around for a while, but like toilets are sp- and you just like stand up and you're like shit disappears. You like go to use the sink and it just like knows to turn on because you've magically like beckoned it. And they kind of show that here where they're like going up to like the rinse off stations at the beach and they're just like on off on off. And they keep holding their hands over the sensors and they're like, this is crazy. Also the, I feel like the fifties and sixties was a crazy time for technological advancement, especially like in the home. I love watching video like commercials of, old kitchen gadgets and shit that they put out around that time. And now Margaret can wash twice as many dishes as she does by hand. She'll have time to make an even better meal. Yeah. Warm on the table before John comes home. Yeah. But, and like everything was weird. Everything was like hidden and recessed into the countertops, which is super cool. But then it would like come up on hydraulics. They start kind of thinking like when we were in the movie, we started kind of morphing with the movie. Like our hair wasn't getting wet in water and we started singing. So like that's probably deduced that it was like probably going to be the case that if these two stayed in their world for too long, that they would either like morph with it or like since their main characters in the movie would like the movie just cease to exist without them there. I absolutely loved that when they would go into water, they wouldn't get wet. Cause that is like what always bugged me about cartoons and movies is when somebody like got wet they'd walk out of the water and they'd drip off and they'd be dry again already they were very consistent with that detail throughout the movie and then i loved that they were like okay they're in 2015 we need to give them clothing to make mm-hmm. them look like they're from our time and then every time they change clothes the clothes magically turned into like clothes from the 60s it's so good they had like the jackie l moment with like the pillbox hat and then like kind of more hippie vibes yeah. and it all was so good honestly though nowadays if they just walked around wearing the 50s clothes they would totally fit in even back then i mean like the stuff that they were wearing was like kind of classic they just looked like very hip they she looked like an instagram model she did and he just looked like gay guy going to Mykonos or something, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. He was very Palm Springs. Yeah. Oh, yes. Why does the movie cast... Oh, the movie cast is, like, back there, and they're very confused because they're just, like... The, the protagonists are, like, the catalyst to action in the movie. And since they're not there, they're kind of like, uh, what what do we do? Yeah, so the people of Wet Side Story are all confused. And they're like, what do we normally... What would they do? What would we do if they were here? And they're like, we'd probably sing a song. Let's sing a song. And so then they all sing and dance and try to make themselves feel better. I don't know. It's all like a big fiasco because nobody knows who's supposed to sing. I do like that even though they reuse songs from the first movie, they updated them to be like poppier or slower, just like fresh. Everything mm-hmm. was still fresh. It was fun. 
And it yeah. was cool because it's like it fits the plot. The plot like works really well. Mm-hmm. I like that they brought the girl with the beehive hair more to the front because. And Donnie, can you do an impression of her? See, what's the big idea? Yeah, that wasn't great. It needs to just be a little higher. She talks like she's from Jersey, and she's got a lot of hairspray in her hair. There we go. I got. I think I got it. Okay, rest the episode. You are now her. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> got it. That, bo- that bothers me. You know what? This bothers me. <laughs> But yeah, I really loved that she was more to the forefront of the movie as a character. Yeah, they they had some comment about all the background characters. They're like, we don't know who any of you people are. We've never heard you speak before. Girl number three. (laughs) Mac and Brady have to bring, I don't know, they don't have to bring them. They decide that they cannot leave them on their own devices and they have to bring them to school. And they're like, you can't flash your teeth because when they do the flashy teeth thing, they do the thing like they did where it's like a little sparkle. Like, jing, jing. And they aren't allowed to sing, and they're just so excited about everything. And it's uh, the best part of every any decom I've ever seen. They're like, "You can't, you're not allowed to sing. Please don't sing. Don't give it away. We need you to act normal." And he's like, "I just need you to walk down this hallway." He's like, "Walk down a hallway. I sure know how to walk down a hallway." And then he like struts his stuff in slow motion. And oh my God, I lost my mind. I thought it was going to be stupid at first, but he really sold it. And it was- He's such a good actor. He's so good. He's very good. And it was hilarious. And everyone was like feeling his oats. They were like, who's this cool guy? Let's all follow him down the hallway. I mean, he was like very thick. Oh yeah. Is this- Okay, I was watching this hallway scene and I was thinking this is the best acting I've ever seen on a Disney Channel movie. He just his walk totally yeah. like I knew who his character was from this one scene and the way he leans on the wall at the end. <laughs> I will say that like I feel like we've had acting this good in decoms, but I've never seen it where it's like for beat like it's good acting and writing good enough to like and setting and everything good enough to like justify having that good of an actor. Because a lot of times if it's like a good actor in a movie, we're kind of like, oh, that's weird. But in this one, like everything is good. So it works. Yeah, that's a good point. And then somebody says, I'll catch you later. And he goes, well, I hope you have a pretty big glove. Is that what the joke was? All I heard was a big glove. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man despite needing to like really watch them brady and mac are like yeah let's just leave them alone for lunch so they can hang out with all of the kids in a casual unstructured and so they walk in and it goes completely differently than i thought it was gonna go because they're like walking up and like the jocks start kind of bullying them a little bit but they're like oh it's okay whatever and then they're like everybody seems so sad so they do this huge song about like why should why are we all in clicks and everybody by the end to start singing instead of making fun of them yeah turn that frown Upside down, you gotta turn that frown upside down. Stick to the status quo. Wait, sorry. <laughs> but the reason that they like turn them loose during the cafeteria is because it's like, what is the most, what is the worst place to be a teenager? Like what's gonna show them that our world's horrible? Which is very self-aware for, it's like very millennial attitude. I don't know. I always had fine lunch times. Like I had several choices of where to sit. I had the best lunch times. Lunch time was the best time. I had one choice. So anyways, back in the movie world, like, background characters are starting to disappear the main characters are finally noticing it they're like oh my god we gotta get them back and that one girl's like oh no this is really i think this was earlier but we forgot the girl she's wearing like one of those like fringy outfits where in like old 60s movies you'd always see the girls like shaking and they'd like kind of hula like and she's like does it make everybody less sad if i do this and then everybody like looks and they're like yeah actually that helps yeah Yeah. brady and tanner have a heart-to-heart about girls in the future because like uh layla 
is actually really taking to like school and learning and stuff just like mac enjoys it and oh my god yeah she's so fucking good at calculus right away yeah she's good at literally everything yeah and tanner's really kind of in the same boat as brady where they're both kind of like we're not really good and it feels like our girlfriends are doing better than us and we don't know where we fit now i like that it wasn't them trying to i feel like a lot of movies could have taken this of like trying to sabotage the girls instead they're kind of just like they're not trying to hold them back they're just kind of like where do we go it was very sad for tanner because he's like everything always goes well for me and now it's not and i don't know how to handle this and it's just like oh Oh, you sad thing. You sad thick boy. <laughs> no, I do. I also appreciate that they, they, the bros, the two boys, they were like good friends and they're, they're like sharing their emotions with each other. And so then, good. yeah. Healthy. And then they like actually hug at the end because they're good friends. Healthy t- masculinity. Yeah. Yes. And then Mac and Layla have sort of the same heart to heart, but it's a little different. Theirs is about living life to the fullest and getting everything you can out of life. And how do you do that? And how do you do that, especially with another person? And Matt kind of like comes to the, the, the decision that she's like, maybe it's not about having a person that likes what you likes or is good at what you're good at. Maybe it's just about having somebody that supports you with what you're good at and you support them with what they're good at. But at this point, like Mac, to be fair, still like Brady has been secretly doing all this like surfboarding stuff. Like we see him like drawing in notebooks and like doing it back at his home, but he hasn't like let her know what his skills is. But I think it's because he's trying to like make his skills be her skills, which they're not. Yeah. Yeah, Cause he can tell that clearly like she likes surfing, but it's not her whole life. Whereas for him, it's everything. And then at this point, Layla starts to look modern. Like the clothes that she's wearing aren't looking like they're from the 60s anymore. She's wearing like a flannel and like shorts and looks cute, but modern, which means she's morphing. She still did like an instantaneous change, but now she looks like a modern woman. And so then they decide that they have to tell Layla and Tana that they're fictional characters because they're like, we don't know how to get them back. And they're really confused. And then in the world of the real world, they do a musical sequence to like try to explain to them what's going on and what it means to be like, like what if somebody came up to you and they're like, yo, really sorry to tell you this, but you're actually in the Truman show. It wouldn't take much to convince me. (laughs) No, but also as long as I'm not Truman, I think I'm okay. Wouldn't it, would it be better or worse to be Truman? What if you're just like an extra? It'd be so much worse to be Truman. At least if you're an extra, you're still kind of like living a life just in the background. And you could probably leave. Okay. So anyway, they tell them and then they like kind of figure it out. And at some point Tanner's hair gets wet and he's like, why is my hair so squishy? (laughs) Yeah. But also Layla has like thrown the necklace into the ocean. She like lost it again or something. They keep losing this. No, she like got that. She's like, I don't want to go back. And she throws it into the ocean. I think that maybe happened earlier, but yeah, so Tanner, like, his hair starts getting wet and stuff. Then the movie cast appears. They've all Yeah, they found the necklace. Yeah, because every time the symbol goes into the water, it, like, travels between the two places. That's when they start telling them that, like, hey, everybody's disappearing. Please come back unless you want all of your friends to die. This part I loved. I loved watching the movie cast come to the real world because I kept getting that vision of the first song and dance that they sang in the real world and everyone was like who are these lunatics and I was like I need a whole ensemble doing this so Layla and Tanner agree to go back because everyone's starting to disappear like back to the future and back to the back to their movie and then it's like time for the dance that we haven't talked about at all but Mac was organizing a save the beach dance to 
clean up the seals, clean up for the seals, clean up the seals, <laughs> give them, give them a good back. Yeah, clean up those seals, help them get their act together. Because honestly, they're just like so lazy. Oh no, poor seals. No, it's just Seal the singer. Question <laughs> <laughs> for Seal. But they, Brady and Mac, they like kind of broke up at the beginning of the movie because they're like, well, maybe we're not good together in school. Maybe it's only summertime. So they're like at the dance, but broken up. Yeah, but at the dance, they get back together. But only because the cast comes back. Woo! Time for more dance. God, what a good song and dance. That song gave me anxiety. Why? I don't know why. It was just something about the beat, and it sounded like they kept saying the same word over and over again. And it was going on for a lot of minutes, and I was just like, I can't. Like, for some reason, it was just making me very anxious. It was just like, like, I don't know. It was just weird. It was like ASMR. It was long, but they had like... Stepping routines in there. They had saxophones, which I can get down with the funky sax. They had like just legit choreography. It's a song about being you. You know what made me anxious about that song is that they were dancing on the bleachers and then walking down them. And now because I'm such a loser adult, I'm like, no, 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 you're not safe. You're not holding onto a hand railing or anything. That looked dangerous because the bleachers like started moving in. And I'm like, someone's going to get crushed. Somebody died while this movie was being made. Really? Stop it. (laughs) Lori Brandon's so innocent and gullible You were You believed me too No I didn't I said stop it immediately Yeah because you're like That's too I'm shook (laughs) (laughs) I'm shook Okay So the song is like convincing them or Brady convincing Mac that they belong together and she like realizes it too because they're like meant for each other even though they're not exactly the same something 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 and then more movie cast members start disappearing which I mean collateral damage we want we want Layla to like live her best life we do I'm sad that she doesn't get to like stay in the real world would they have disappeared if they stayed in the real world yeah because later on Tanner almost disappears oh that's too bad Anyway, so like, what's Layla's brother's name? Layla's has a brother? The yeah, biker boy. The biker boy. He's we'll say his name is Butch because he looks like a Butch. Oh, yeah. Butchie. His name is totally Butchie. Oh, is it? Yeah, That's I think good. so. So he has a necklace and then he disappears and the, like, the necklace disappears with him. So it's like, oh no, how are we going to get back? And they're like, oh, we'll do it with the surfboard. But there's no waves, man. There's no uh, There's no chop. Surf's not up, bro. Surf's down. Surf's down. Surf's oh, down. Um, but luckily, <laughs> Brady is a real surf genius and he's created a surfboard that is self-powered and can move without waves. This part drove me absolutely insane. It took too long. It took so long. Everyone's dis-a-fucking-peering and they're like, hey, we need to just like talk for about 20 minutes about how we feel about each other. I'm like, hurry up, hurry up. Oh my God, oh my God. They're all dying in front of you. They're disintegrating in front of you. And you're like, sitting here kissing yeah no time for smooches there's no time for smooches there's no time for deep revelations or reveals about who you are as a person and your actual skills and stuff there's no time for all that shit it's like 15 minutes and i'm like you gotta go you got yeah Yeah, so anyway they all go back and then (laughs) and mac so mac shows brady shows mac his surfboards and she's like this is incredible you do have your secret yeah. But she starts saying that like since most of the people disappeared and like that like it goes to like a voiceover thing where she's like if the movie never happened did we never meet because in this world somehow they met even though like it doesn't seem like the case from the first movie but apparently they met because of that movie. Yeah. It it doesn't suit it doesn't check out as far as like the canon of this whole universe but for this movie's sake it makes sense for this Teen Beach 2 which no, we we're talking because, about. Because okay, if the movie was never made, I guess I get it. It changes the past, but then everybody's life is changed. 
But I guess yeah, like what's Grandpa's new favorite? But movie? like in the, I'm saying in the first movie, like in this movie, the implication is that they met because of this movie. Yeah, because of wet sites. But like in in the like in the first one, they've already like they don't establish that at all. Like they go and have a date, and then they come back to like Max Grandpa's shack, and he has this movie playing, and that's when Brady's like, "Oh, I'm so excited! Like, don't you love this movie?" And she's like, "Yeah, my grandpas are are always watching it." But like they didn't, they were already together at that point. Um, yeah. Huh, okay. Yeah, that's strange. It's some it's a small writing issue. So then we like cut to present day, all the school is or the, the movie cast is gone and Mac is having her like dance and it's beach party themed, but instead of being wet sides what was the name of it? Wet Side Story. It was like Layla, what? Queen of the Beach. Yeah, Wet Side Story. It's like she's showing this movie that she's like, oh, it was so ahead of its time. It's Layla, Queen of the Beach. It was very like empowering and good. Yay. And Brady's like, it's not really my thing. Yeah. So like, I guess his his and Grandpa's favorite movie never existed. Mm-hmm. They technically never met. Somehow. Or do you think it was like going back in time to when they would have originally met? No, because it's going to the dance that's like in school. So it's like... That no time pat no there was no weird time jump in like present day. That made me real sad though, because it's like Brady was so happy about that movie. And they had so much. <laughs> like they grew together. They were a good strong couple. They'd like gotten past like weird hidden they secrets. find each other, you guys. It's not that sad. Yeah, but then they also no longer have the friendships with Tanner and Layla. That well, they... and like Brandon, like oh, if sad. somehow you and James's like origin story is gone and you meet like right now. Like you all, all of your like experiences that you've had together up to this point are also gone. And that's kind of sad. That is sad, but it was all also three months. Three months, like your first three months of your relationship has just disappeared. Man, what a bummer. (laughs) What a bummer. In the like real world, there's like a whole song and dance sequence around Leela. I keep on thinking Leela, Queen of the Dead, which isn't the name of it. Queen of the Waves. Queen of the Waves. Queen of the the Waves, yeah. No, it's Queen of the Beach. Whatever. I mean, the the beach has waves. It's accurate. And so, like, there's this whole song and dance sequence, and Brady and Mac, Mac, like, end up getting together again. And then, like, Mac looks up at the screen, and Layla has on a bracelet that Mac had given her, and she, like, winks, knowingly. Yeah. And it's got the symbol again. So it's like, can they travel again? Yeah, for sure. You better believe it. I hope we get a third one. Uh, So that's the movie. Or wait, does his teeth sparkle at the end when he smiles? No, I don't think so. Okay, I thought they did, and I thought it was like a really awesome little nod to the fact that they are also just in a movie on loop. Oh, that'd be good. Can we pretend like that happened? That's what I thought it was, yeah. Okay, (laughs) so what lessons did we learn from this teen beach movie? That you and the person you love don't necessarily have to have parallel interests and dreams. Son of a bitch, that's a very good lesson. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was going to say, though. I learned that I need to learn some sick dance moves and that I wish that there were more chances for adults to be in musical numbers. I could teach you how to do the Charleston. What is the Charleston? Can you tell me what it is first? The swing dance move. I like the thing they were doing with their arms, like the 50s thing, where it's kind of like a chimp arm thing. Yeah. I like that one a lot. When when Butchie's like, do the gorilla. Yeah. Okay, I learned that if you don't think you're good enough, sometimes you just have to have self-confidence in what you are good at to have other people appreciate what you are good at. Yeah, I like that. I rate this 10 out of 10. I don't think I would change like anything. The ending was a little bit long, but I enjoyed the rest of the movie so much that it doesn't matter. Like this was like one of probably my favorite decoms ever. 
I'm stuck between a 9 out of 10 and a 10 out of 10 because I really can't decide if I like the first one better or this one. Did you give it a 10, the first one? Sorry. I don't remember. I don't remember. 10 out of 10. Why not? There were some parts that took too long, but ooh, Brand's going to be disappointing us. I want to give this the first perfect score in DCOM history. I don't think that's true. Xenon on rewatch? get a Probably, perfect? but we'll let Brandon use oh, his fake news. Keep going. That was like the yeah. first one you guys ever watched was. Okay, I don't know. There were some parts that were way too long and just some like plot inconsistencies and like how many times can we really lose this necklace, you know? <laughs> Nine out of 10. Super good. I cannot wait to watch the first one and I will watch the first one. So Jasmine on Facebook did tell us that Jordan Fisher, he's the guy who played like surfer dude in the movie world with the curly hair. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, he was the one who made like the Angry Birds joke. He actually won Dancing with the Stars. Whoa, oh. really? Which is interesting because she also let us know that Ross Lynch is related to, what's his name? Derek and Julian Hugh, Ho? <gasps> Hugh? Huff. What is it? Huff. I've never heard it out loud, but he, Ross Lynch is related to them. So there's like, a bunch, aren't they from Dancing with the Stars also? Yeah, she's on um, um, America's Got Talent. Okay. I knew the names and I knew what they looked like. Yeah, but She's on that one dancing show, You Gotta Dance, Fool. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> so you can dance? But that was no, fun. It's a different one. <laughs> World of Dance. <laughs> Sorry. Cool. But yeah, so like people from this and like she didn't mention this, but it was, um, or I think maybe she did. But the guy who plays Tanner was in um, Hairspray, and I think he played, like, Link, which we talked about in the in the first episode. So, like, most, like, a lot of the people in this movie have legitimate, like, backgrounds in dance, which is very cool. That is cool. But she did say that Teen Beach, at least the first one, got, like, overplayed on Disney. So you can definitely tell that they, like, were like, this is our movie. Like, this is, I think, the most budget I think we've seen in a decom in a really long time. So I feel like maybe this was them, like, testing the waters of, like, can we get another high school musical? And the answer was no, but they tried. And now I can do two truth and a goof. Oh, yeah. Did we go out of order? Do we normally do ratings after that? We already did ratings. I know, but I just... Uh, I don't think we really have a consistent order with any of this. We are not professionals. <laughs> Lori, I don't know what you're talking about. Give me those two truths and give me one goof. This is the first decom with a sequel since High School Musical 2. To create the effect of dry hair underwater, they use CGI for the water. Chi-Chi, Seacat, Struts, and Giggles are all characters in this movie. False. The last one's with goof. Yeah, I agree. Ha! It was the first one, wasn't it? It's the first one. It was the first decom with a sequel since Camp Rock 2. Idiot. Wow, darn it. How are we so dumb? I knew the last one would trick you. That was the red herring. I'm getting better. Yeah, you <laughs> that are. Was I'll good, actually, that was really good, Lori. I'm proud of Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. Darn it. Let's sing a song about it. Moses supposes. Moses. Moses supposes. Go check us out on Facebook. But Moses supposes we're on Spotify. We have a Twitter too. An email of this together at gmail.com and podnestogether.com. And we have merch that will be linked eventually. We really need to link that, but it's on TeePublic. Best shirt I own. I get so many compliments on that thing. I wore it to a good show. Everyone looked at me. Are you sure? Didn't you say you got a stain on the shirt like the first time you wore it? First time, big old. That's not the shirt's fault, okay? That's, we, the shirt actually. It it came out to get it. It's not there anymore. I think that's it. Um, And Donnie has to go to bed.
Goodbye. Goodbye.